to be continued, a fanboy podcast. Please follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You can also catch us on the various platforms such as iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and to be continued, a fanboypodcast.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. To be continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that, but we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. Surprise for you. Can you do it again? It is a night. My body's sweet. I'm on the run. No time to sleep. I got to ride. Ride like the wind. To be free again, my friend And I got such a long way to go Such a long way to go <laughs> This is To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passions. I don't know what that was. We just we just did the worst two-man impression of a couple of lines from Christopher Cross's Ride Like the Wind for reasons. And Michael McDonald. And of course, yes, Michael, Michael McDonald, who's, who in this case, Michael McDonald's is the James Ingram to Christopher Cross, if you think about it. That's breaking my brain. <laughs> you just, but I will say this. I will say this. You've just collapsed the Michael McDonald's. I kind of identify with him. You kind of identify with that guy. <laughs> I kind of identify with him. I don't. Ed said that to me a couple days ago. This, this all where came he up. says no. Where you you were like, he was like, you know, I don't know what he's just a Michael McDonald guy. I mean, like, I was, and I in my mind, I just want to see like interview man on the street. You know, it's like, uh, so what do you think of this uh, Michael McDonald guy? And I, you kind of, kind of identify with. And no, there's nothing. Head to toe, and there is nothing. I, I everyone don't tell me up, what I can't be. Everyone, look up a picture of Michael McDonald, and no, it's just not. You know, but I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying because <laughs> there's so much soul in that guy that you can mistake him for there's being a, so much soul. You can in mistake the skies him. Of Michael McDonald. You would one would think he's like a black guy, you know. If you just heard him, not not see his face. No joke. This and everyone is... says Ed plays the bass like a black man. So wait, that's how who's they, everyone. I don't know. Everyone, I have, you know, uh, guitar. I, wait, bass, that's uh, racist. Bass player. No, but that's racist. That, but isn't that a that's compliment? Racist. Isn't that a compliment? That's racist. But I accept it. I accept it. I accept it. That's Ed's new go to. That's Ed's new go to where he's like going. People. You said something wrong, but but you're right. But I'll take it. <laughs> No joke. This is the, the the whole little bit came about because uh, what was it? Years, Miguel was very insistent. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, go play a few lines of uh, of uh, Ride Like the Wind. And listen, I have a truly a blind side when it comes to yacht rock, except when it comes to the the duo Blue Eyed Soul from Philadelphia, Hall and Oates. Right. That's a whole different story. Oh yeah. But Christopher Cross, very much a, a very blind side. Uh, and then you could almost say that you were blindsided and caught between the moon and New York City. Nice, very good. Almost, very I could good. tell. Almost. I could tell you a very concise short story that Bob told me about Hall and Oates that Tony Mantola, the 
the president of Sony Records a couple of years ago. I don't know if he's president now. But he saw Hollow Notes play at a show, went to the backstage, brandished a gun, and said, I'm your manager now. <laughs> and I'll be taking like 20%. Wow. And, uh, and that was that's how wow. they got their manager. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Is that... I don't think that's how that works. That's what that's what Bob told me. I, wish, I mean, I wish I could go anywhere but, and go like, guess what? Guess what? I'm, I'm your, your manager, manager now. now. But let me just clarify this. I want 20% of everything. <laughs> yeah. Let me just clarify the, 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 the backstory of this. So, you know, and I'm revisiting that particular post from on, that, that I put up on Instagram. There was Miguel and he's just lip singing to right. And like that's never left me for and it's been three, <laughs> two <laughs> years, good, at least two years. And then I'm like, I'm listening to the song, and then I hear, <laughs> I've got no, uh, uh, I've got nowhere else. Uh, well, how's it going? I've got such so a long, long way to go. Such a long way. And then I'm like, whoa, is that Michael McDonald? <laughs> is that my, and I, I know echo. that voice from anywhere. Be in the echo. I grew up with Michael McDonald, but again, Dewey Brothers and the Patti LaBelle song and Running Scared, <laughs> right? That's, which were huge songs, all right? And is and it's oh, my inner monologue was all Mike my, Michael McDonald for the past two weeks. It's Michael McDonald. Everything singing, is like sing. what are we doing for dinner tonight? <laughs> you know, <laughs> what what, what, what Ed what Ed really meant to say when he said he uh, can relate or, or identifies as Michael McDonald. What he really meant to say is Michael McDonald's is a spirit animal. Yeah, he's your spirit animal. He's your Jaga. Yeah. I, well, Whoa, okay. let's not go too far. Okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Whoa, that's and then, deep, and then that's I told you about, level. and then you mentioned the that little skit on Conan O'Brien, which is the Michael for McDonald's years, yeah, well, years camp. and years ago, yeah, it was, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's have Michael. a sweet, ha- have another cookie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, don't go swimming after eating. You might get a cramp in your leg. Swimming is real dangerous. <laughs> Body system all the way. Is that how it really goes? No, 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 I'm uh, Ed. That's all. That's pretty. That's damn right good. off the top They're of right my head. Of that was right you off. Ma- the top. You made you made like this gesture of like one hand, one <laughs> the buddy hands, system, right? body system, system clapping. Is the way to go. Body system all the way. Hey, hey, Ed. Hey, hey. Uh, what was it? Oh no! Wait, wait, Ed. We'll Rex Bondo. Yes, actually. Ed, no more flying you solo. Remind, you have to wait. I will now look this up on my phone because I am so confident that this will hit. Uh, was uh, does, we said what if Michael McDonald sang the theme song for uh, the Master on NBC? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You, I, I go on a whole Michael McDonald tirade. You go on a whole Lee Van Cleef tirade. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then you're sparking up this whole conversation about Ninja <laughs> and Lee Van Cleef, a, a very obscure show from the eighties. Yeah. The master that I, and I said to Miguel, I'm like, I don't remember anything from the master except the fact that the intro has the two red, ninjas the red fighting. ninja silhouettes. They're just fighting each other and leave And then, and, uh, one of the, the Van Patten kid, he's, he's hanging on a tightrope as part of his training. And that's, that's all we got. 
That's well, all I okay. remember. No, well, um, we, we, you've got some of the local kids in your neighborhood who were helping you out and doing some stuff around you, and I'm also me. I'm Miyagi dojing them. I'm, I'm giving them. Yeah. I'm giving <clears throat> some some training and stuff, right, John? Yeah. So you, you, John. You're, you're surprisingly really, enough, John is generation one of that. John actually used to do that when he was a, t- a teen. He'd go over to Ed's house, and then we'd do some martial arts stuff from time to time. But let's be real here. You're more like a uh, Cobra Doe. You're, you're a little bit of both. You think I'm Johnny? I'm Johnny in this situation just because I'm wearing black? No, no, you're uh Do you mean the snake? You have a little bit of the yin and yang thing going. You, okay, all right. The peace. But you're also like, you know, you're going against okay, the grain. Okay, so no, but here's how, we got, the rules. here's how we got down to that. It was, I, I go... Okay, I says, uh, when is this kid going to come over to, to train? His name is Ron. And I was like, if you want uh, Ron uh, train with you, you know, I can send him over. And I say, Ron is, Ron is a teenager. Right, right. So, like, right. so I say, uh, tell yeah. him around four-ish. And then the next message from me is, the master needs me time. <laughs> and you just go, okay. And I say, <clears throat> you hereby are now bound to refer to me as the master. <laughs> I'm going full Van Cleef. <laughs> nice. Do it say so so then Ed's response is this sort of like Miguel needs his me time now. Call me bastard, that's the name. Yes. <laughs> so now I then respond with my own lyrics for it. And again, this is in the running theme scared uh, uh the, the running, running scared, scared theme. theme, which what was the name of that? Sweet Dreams? Sweet Freedom. Sweet Freedom. So all right. Song to the Sweet Freedom theme, here are my lyrics about Lee Van Cleef as the master. <clears throat> Lee Van Cleef, master on NBC. He trained Van Patten and fought Kusahoki. <laughs> How long did it take you to, to, it was, to come up with that? It was seconds. It was because seconds. Because the... <laughs> and fought Kusahoki. <laughs> Were you like Shoko? No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh no. Yes. No. Yeah. There was. There was. A, there was. Yeah, yeah, oh, there no, was a little trial and error. There was. There was definitely. You had to see. You know what substitutions might work Vank. better. <laughs> the cadence. The rhythm. Leave Van. Leave Van Cleef was the master on NBC. I, I'm. I'm even sorry that I brought he it up. He trained Van Patten and fought Kusahogi. My my Michael McDonald Jaga uh, ghost. He's just left. He just left. He's gone. He just left. He's gone. So um. I think that's all that the audience needs to know about our lives and our friendship. Should we should we tell them about the Monty Python sketches that are happening in front of your house on a regular uh, basis? So Miguel, <laughs> oh, I didn't say. So Miguel would ask me, "Hey, I, can you help me out? I need to order some training equipment." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, um, so so I Martial get on stuff. Amazon. Amazon order the stuff. Stuff arrives next day. He comes over and picks it up. We're in front in my front porch. He's testing out the equipment oh wow these these gloves they they're well made yeah yeah come come why don't you why don't you hit take, take that stick and just slap it along and slap <laughs> slap yeah slap people are just walking by i have a full-on it looks like the flying circus right yeah, in front i have of a me. full-on silver fencing mask and he is whacking me whacking with the training it. stick. It really is of, a Monty Python I was like, yeah, this situation. You got, yeah, yeah. You got, uh, you got some porch. some skit in front of your front porch happening da, 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 here. Then, because then, yeah, because then inevitably it is like then I go, oh, you got to try this. You, you put it on, and now I'm going to hit you. <laughs> yes. 
And, and needless to say, the absurdity Ed's, level. Ed's, Ed's wife was not happy. Ed's wife had this look on his face, like her face, like, oh God. <laughs> the absurdity is just is just nonsense. Yeah, yeah, it's just complete nonsense. Uh, so please get a please. John is taking a picture of me. Please get a, a good angle. Please get a, a, get a good, good angle. angle. So. So uh, I think we're warmed up here enough. We we got Christopher Cross out of the way, <laughs> which was apparently very important. It was very important that we got Christopher Cross out of the way. Utmost important. Of, of the utmost important. Uh, this is to be continued fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passions. That is some intro. <laughs> that is some intro. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have some fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going fun. to be covering some stuff in the news, and then we're going to uh, the meat of the show is going to be uh, our sort of final verdict on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We did a series of uh, commentary tracks that are available here for episodes th- uh, three, four, five, and six. So, uh, me and John sort of did a first watch uh, review and commentary, and uh, now we're just gonna, you know have ed is going to have his two cents and we're going to go through sort of the show kind of as a whole uh me and i don't think jonathan and i's uh my or my opinion has kind of changed since we finished seeing it but you know we'll be able to hash it out with ed here uh over that and but first we'll also be covering some of the stories that are in the news and for that here's our in the news jingle and this just in, yes. Christopher Cross is headed for the Mexican border <laughs> for, shoot, for shooting a man because he owned a gun. Of course, something along those lines. Do we really believe that? I don't believe, he owned, a, he, I don't believe he owned a gun for a second. <laughs> Back thought, to you, Miguel. <laughs> I thought it was to, to meet with Sean Penn and Pablo Escobar. Okay. <laughs> to talk about his new role in a movie. Yeah, Chris, again, Chris, yeah, I would believe, I don't know. Again, I just the, everything about that song, it's so groovy. But like, that's one of those cases where Christopher Cross's look and his material—it just. Yeah, sorry, Chris. It's not. It's not working for you. Christopher Cross doesn't own a gun. Okay, let's get to. The so yes, we're gonna have some. Uh, what is in the news? Ed is gonna read out uh, we're, we're, some of the stories that yeah. we've got here. Three or four of them, and just you know, knock them out. We're we're a little behind the times here. Uh, as we're Very behind this. the times. But Some of this will said, actually be news to me, probably. Um, we'll start off with the conversation uh, uh, going back maybe a week and a half ago about the WB is on the lookout to cast a black Superman. <clears throat> now, what did you what did you finish reading up on that? Um, that that's all. That it was it was reportedly in the works. Um, I know a lot no, of stuff. No confirmation of green light. Yeah, that's what I'm greenlight. saying. Yeah, I personally, my gut feeling until I read something else about this, which unfortunately, I'm sorry, dear listeners, I've been I've been a little remiss with my TBC duties. I've been doing a lot of training, martial arts stuff, so I haven't been able to like really keep up with some things. But okay, here's my gut feeling on that. Shaquille O'Neal. Already happened. I know that's, that's the... <laughs> but my gut feeling on this is very simply that they said, "Hey, we're thinking of moving on beyond Henry Cavill at this point." Again, I think that is even a maybe. I'm not really. I I I think that the Snyder Cut did change things in the terms of their calculations um, of what the juice they could squeeze out of that, and they're like, "Okay," but I do think that yeah, there might have been some someone somewhere in WWE said. Hey, let's start planning a contingency for post, you know, Cavill, and 
okay, what are we going to do with the casting? Hey, you know, we're, hey, we're open to it being a non, you know, a non-traditional looking Superman. And I bet you that is as, f as far as it went. And then when that news goes down the pike, it starts to soup. WB wants a black Superman. And everyone gets their well, Jimmy's and I mean, Russell. This is, this is straight out of Hollywood Reporter, May 5th, um, entitled Behind Warner Brothers Search for a Black Superman. Uh, and they're, after enlisting Tynese Coates to pen this. And again, nothing's been confirmed or anything. But it is, I believe, more than just a conversation at this point. Um, uh, they're, they're, who knows? I, but, Ed, but that's the thing. My if, gut tells me on this that I don't, I just don't think America's ready. I don't think America's ready. I don't think America's ready. But that doesn't mean that. We've had a black president. We can have well, a black Superman. But that doesn't mean that. Just because why, are, why did you become one of the barbers from coming to America there <laughs> for at least two seconds? You were, you're like, America's had a black president. Why can't we have a black wants, Superman? If he wants a black Superman, let him be a black Superman. Not, he, 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 um, when this is America. If he wants to be called Kalel, he can be, be called, called Kalel. Um, now, WB, I feel that they're they're on the the multiverse spectrum. They can do whatever the hell they want and probably yeah. have a gazillion Jokers if they want. They can have a gazillion Batmans if they want. Um, they are not on the uh, on the uh, 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 the path that. The yeah, MCU is on, which is yeah, their their far. continuity is you know so like tied uh, up into so much. If they say, hey, we're gonna cast, I don't know. Um, I just I might again. I just feel that there is so. Ooh, oh, that, ooh, that came up. That was uh, that's, the, that's, the wings, the wings, and the sausage, and that sausage. sausage yeah, oh that's not god, good. No um, my, oh my. I just my gut tells me that it's not like yeah. I don't think that there's any real serious even possibility i think that if you look at what we've had in the past and some of these you know race changes that they've done for certain characters there's always this controversy that follows it and superman is just he's too now again now ask me personally do i give a crap no i don't i'm I, john you know well, me, this I'm, is I'm where i would superman this is where i would push back a little because look at how great the black panther did yeah it defied no. Everybody's expectations. Absolutely. And I, then, and then the spider, the Spider Verse. In the Spider Verse. I look how great that did. And it was I a black think, kid. I think yes. It was a Spider Man. I, do think, I that, think they can handle a black Superman. I, I think the I, people I don't can think handle. The, here's why. Here's why the, those two, however, have their exceptions carved out. Mm -hmm. um, for the first one, the thing about Into <clears> the Spider Verse is, is they gave you a traditional Spider Man in that. Yes, Miles Morales is definitely sort of the. A focal point but they give you a older peter parker they give you a version of the character that you're very familiar with and you're already it's like yeah so you're saying they need to introduce black superman with the un first and then the un could fade away and it's just black Superman. i don't well i'm saying you know that might be a thing so if you can multiverse things you can do a similar thing to to this you can have a story of superman meets other well, look, superman you know, and one of them is black okay the, here's the, again. The, I just my Look feeling. Look what they did to Iron Fist, a white a white yeah, kung again, fu guy. I just think that <laughs> Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, those type of characters, you're not going to. See, you will see eventually. Absolutely, all characters will at some point probably have some some interpretation done of them that is off the beaten track that might include gender or race bending. We got a black guy, uh, uh, Captain America. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. The, the, the point is here is that 
listen, these are corporations. Well, uh, yeah, if, on, even on that, even on that, John, let's, I just remind you that Chris Evans is coming back as Captain America. So yeah, nothing really confirmed. Yes, by they, the way, we'll get no. To that. He but but it's but yes, it is in the in, in, in all right. The so it's like okay, so like even if they they do no Cap Four is happening as far Cap as I know, right? Happening. And he's gonna there's gonna be ad and he will be appearing in some capacity somewhere along some the line. So it's like oh yeah, they gave you Black Captain America. Oh, but hey, let's remind everybody that Chris Evans still exists too, and will probably come back and probably be prominent in the role. Uh, look, it, I, I don't think that we as a country. It courts just it courts too much, and it again. Ask me, I don't give a crap. I honestly don't. I don't either. It, it's one of those things where it's like these characters should be open to a lot of interpretation. I think that the businesses that own the copyrights have to look at things like questions of demographic changes and all the rest, and and go, you know what? We want to expand the base of what the appeal of this thing is, and you know, it doesn't take anything away from anybody. Here's the problem. Something like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, things in Star Wars, people feel incredibly dumbly, I might add, that when they do things like this, something is being taken from them. Well, let's, that is let, the reaction <clears throat> whenever you race band any of these characters. Let, let's back up here. The, and it's like, the, when they announced that there was going to be a standalone Joker movie, I was like, yeah, no, this is this is a horrible idea. Horrible idea. Guess what? Won an Academy Award. You you liked it. You know, it was a good movie. I, it, it wasn't. I I didn't. Yeah, I mean, it was a good movie. Did I do I care for it? Not really. Right again, but not because, not in the sense of like that. Yeah, give me more right, of that. But yeah. you know, you know, it was a quality piece. And you know what, it was and a good this, film. This is the this is the strategy non strategy that WB is 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 really having with with these properties is that you know we're just going to go on a limb. We're not an MCU. But we do know how to bring home uh, accolades and awards and make money off it. Joker made a billion dollars. Yeah. He made lots of money. Uh, there, uh, Guess what? The, the, the Rock is going to do a standalone movie, a black and a character that not a lot of people know. Um, yeah. Right? And uh, you're going to tell me, wait, The Rock is going to be in a DC movie? I'm going to watch that. Right. Because guess what? Because people are, are watching nine furious movies. Nine furious movies. I think that... I, I think that, again, going back to the issue at hand, I just feel that it, it would just be this. They're already dealing with a very weirdo fan base going on with with the DC. Adding this to the is not the fan base help. is so so the, the, the fan base is so they will turn on you. At they're a, so but no, I'm no, saying no, they're no, already no, very look, they, they, they were at my point. I, is they've also just now kind of settled down. The Snyder there, people. Uh, there's the no people, such thing as that. I, I just, <laughs> in, in this, they've just kind of settled down in the sense that the Snyder cut got released. Many, many. There's a big swath of that fan base that now feels, hey, you guys shit on us for years, and uh, hey, we did something, and it got a lot of positive response more than you, you than you any of you guys thought. That. I think is something that could be built up. I think you add in a bomb of suddenly, hey, we're gonna have a black Superman, and it's gonna be written by. Uh, who is it? Todd Nahisi Coates? I'm sorry, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Ed, that's not, that is not the way to sort of write that ship in but my imagine, opinion. But again, imagine, which this, again, imagine this. Again, I don't care. I would be fine with it. I would watch the hell out of it. I probably would enjoy it would by, for, for <laughs> delving into the things because you know, everyone who's listened to the show knows my opinion on how these stuff knows how much I kind of dislike the way Marvel tends to shave off all of their, you know, so it's not against all that. But, but let me but ask you, imagine what a world would be like if they go, let's forward. say that, 
Henry Cavill, uh, hey, we're giving you Man of Steel 2, everyone. Uh, and we're also giving you Black Superman. <clears throat> you know, um, we're giving you Batfleck, another Batfleck movie. In a parallel. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And by, and by that time, they do that a lot. Yeah, and yeah. by and, that and time, that the true. Batman would rob, rob Pattinson. Yeah. And, the, and that a full could, spectrum of And that yeah. could be a way where you. You, Appease you, add everybody. A little, yeah. you add a little honey to make the medicine go right. down. Right. Where right. You go, where you go like, hey, if you want to see, we have a Batfleck project. I don't know what it could be. Probably not a <sighs> movie. But let's say they go, we have a, a Batfleck streaming show. Gotham or Knights. We, you know, we have, we, have a, we, have a, we have a we have a a Batfleck one-off thing or Batfleck's going to appear in X, Y, and Z. Because we still don't know what's going on with that Flash movie in its precision, yeah, right. precisely. So... And then you can have these other projects where it's like, here's this, here's this Superman story. It's it's from another thing. We might want to, you know, we want to do things where we're going to bring these things together. And so we'll, you know, hey, Cavill's still on, you know, on under contract, and we'll have him, you know, I don't know. It's, but see, again, that also, by the way, is very different from what I think most people get when they read a story or at least just skim that headline. WB looking for Black Superman, you know. If it is a la, like, a Routh's appearances, now, Routh, now, who it, appeared as Kingdom Come Superman on the CW shows, yeah, is it, it could be something like that, where it's like, yeah. The, is it for the next Smallville, or for, like, a movie? Or, you dude, know, like... What if they go, we're going to crisis, we're going to give you a crisis something something. I'd, Keaton's already, he's already, li- he's back in, he's back in the... He's uh, back in the, the tights, the, in, yeah. In, in, the, in the tights, officially, in the Flash movie. So who knows? But uh, all right, moving on. Um, uh, by the way, the Black Superman um, uh, hopefully will give you like I, I'm pitching a show, which is basically we never had the Superman show, but what if we had a show where we talked about Superman and Supermen? Since currently there is a full array of Superman analogs out there, mm-hmm. Invincible, right? Um, um, uh, Bizarro, uh, Bizarro, there's well, no, no. no, well, no, no, no I'm no. thinking more the, the of like the other outside. companies that basically copy the character. Oh, oh, so you know, so you know, you've got Captain Hyper- Marvel, you've got Hyperion, you've the got boys. Gladiator. Uh, yeah, you got the boys with uh, right. a Homelander. Like again, it's uh, very obvious that that archetype and subverting it or playing around with it or doing different things is always there, despite what mm. the sort of the, the sort of stamp on Superman and pop culture is that, oh, that's a And what have I been telling you for years? It's like, you know, like this, a Superman mm. story. It's just kind you of... Keep, you see, you keep, yes, well, and I keep telling you, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're just wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're just wrong. But, okay, so moving I'm on to I'm not next... wrong, Miguel. <laughs> um, yeah, so the next thing that um, popped up maybe about a week ago was uh, we saw... One of the preliminary images of from the House of Dragons, which is the anticipated uh, prequel from the Game of Thrones, um, that's going to be released on HBO. And in the photo, we see the Doctor himself, uh, number ten, no, no, number eleven, Matt Smith as a uh, a progenitor Tar- uh, Targaryen. Targaryen, yeah, yeah, Targaryen. yeah. So. Um, any 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 thoughts feelings about that? I I told you what I you know when we had that car ride about it I I'm I am going to be very very interested to see what the fan reaction is if there is even going to be what a second season of that show. So the fan ratings are odd. 
Well, it's I just don't I don't think that the way that that left a, a bad taste in the fans' mouth. What, Game of Thrones, yeah, the, the the series ending of Game of Thrones, the way that 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 final season sort of collapsed in on itself. Is there gonna be people willing to line up in the numbers that they want to <clears throat> be like, I um, I'm signing up for that ride again, and I only say this, you know, I said because uh, my mom is still <laughs> bitter about the X Files. Uh, <laughs> my mom will still. Shit the a comeback brick. season, the, yeah, like the one will, season. She, yeah, yeah, she yeah. will still shit a brick. About I was upset that about that too, honestly. and and about this and all the and the movie follows everything. She's like, as Chris always, Carter deserves to be flogged you know, and dragged in the streets. Yes, right. Chris I, Carter deserves to be tarred and feathered, tarred and, and feathered, tarred and feathered and dragged in the street for what he did to the fans of my mom. <laughs> so, Ed, when when did the the X Files ended over twenty five years ago? And that woman is still white hot angry. I, I think, and that's my um, point about Game of Thrones. No, people were super passionate about that. Exactly, people were super invested. And I think they took way too long to do the spinoff too, because there was a, a Game of Thrones fever, and I feel like the show ended and the fever's gone. Well, look, it's only been about two years, and, and really, oh yeah, yeah, it's only been about two years. Now, here's the thing: I think Finding more. Ed, said, no, wait, wait, Game of Thrones, and Ed, Ed, we've, oh, okay, we've, right, we've been three, the pandemic three, for two Trump, years. It's about I think three Trump, years. more four years, about Trump, four, four or five years. Well, here's the case. Trump I think, I think, uh, was elected when, when it was over, right? When the show ended. Uh, here's the, I think the sentiment close to, or close to after, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think the sentiment is very different. You know why? Because there is such a hunger for for content, right? For con for content that will that ensured to deliver on quality, and Pandemic that's something that we all can't that that most of us can't really deny is that HBO, Game of Thrones. That yes. was quality programming. It, quality and that's programming, always been especially the, from the, the, the goal, yes. right? Yeah, the for the production standpoint. But again, I think a lot of people are going to be like, "I'm not. I don't want to get go down that road again. I don't want to care about this. There, I don't want to be involved again." You know, it's going to be. I really do think that it's going to be a hard. I think it's going to be a much harder sell than people think. I think, and also sell, wait, and this is the other thing, Ed. When we were when Game of Thrones started, and we forget how actually long ago that was. It was eight seasons, right? Eight so seasons long, and it ended like three, four years ago. So we're talking about like ten years ago this started, yes. right? Okay, Damn. Right. those kids grew up dur during the, you wow. know, the making of that. When Game of Thrones came, two thousand nineteen. That's when it ended. Okay. Yeah. All right. When, oh, it did just okay. Okay, when Game of Thrones first shows up. The landscape for entertainment is much different. There weren't as many of those kind of things that were out there to begin with. If you wanted these big, grand, you know, production value type of shows. Movie with, per episode. They, they were the ground zero for, yeah. for let's, we can pour lots and lots of money into production for streaming TV. Right. For streaming and, TV. and for something like that. And also base it on fantasy yeah. You know, with that, without okay, without Game Ed, of Thrones, Ed, we would not have. We would not well, yeah, have and that's my point. You wouldn't. What have, Disney? What Disney is pumping out? You right don't now. have the variety that we have now. Mm -hmm. It didn't exist back then, so it's like, well, yeah, I guess it's cool that this is a Game of Thrones spinoff, but I could also be watching The Mandalorian. 
I could also right. be watching now, Book of the Mormon. When, when it ended, I could watch Westworld. When it ended, it. I think Ed said, uh, "What's next, Dora the Explorer?" Because what's happened. her name? And it happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it did. <laughs> yeah, and it happened. Uh, uh, so now, here, here, and here's the thing that um, with Game of Thrones. Um, Wait, was there an Arya Stark spinoff that I missed? That's what he meant. He, you thought he meant <laughs> oh, that they did that. the Dora the Explorer movie. You were all like, yeah, Arya Stark's going to be Dora yeah, the Explorer. Yeah, you, you said she's Arya Stark is Dora and, like, the Explorer. And that should be the show. Yeah, she'd yeah. Be her exploring. Because like, she's like no. the last scene, she's on a ship, John, right? Yeah, to yeah, yeah, be specific, yeah, yeah. I think it was Robert Rodriguez. Did he direct the Dora the Explorer movie? movie? I know that. I have to go back. I Again, I never watched it, I, so I wouldn't know. But it did star. A bunch of Hispanic, um, okay. Hispanic actors, but anyway, and, 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 and I believe Tamara Morrison. I, I could and be wrong. I think I'm not joking. You're I right. believe that Tamara Morrison was in the Dora the Explorer movie. So, um, so yeah. Uh, uh, now the other thing about the cell is there uh, HBO because it's a landscape where streaming services are just at war with each other. Right? Disney's bringing up theirs. Amazon just announced that. There's going to be a Lord of the Rings series, which are going to it's going to be yeah yeah that's by far that's been the most expensive um, of all streaming. This is what shows I'm saying, of, of Ed. If time. you have an alternative to something that you maybe have a bad taste in your mouth about, mm. or something that you that you hold dear and you would like to see, now the Amazon thing has its downside too because. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is so beloved in so many different versions, and you know, especially the last time, you know, the mm. Peter Jackson films, those are still held in such high regard. People have them, and so now, hey, John, John, ask me how I feel about the Lord of the Rings films. You love them. I feel nothing. See, I feel what? nothing. How could you feel nothing? That I was so epic. That was feel such nothing. That's like us talking about just, Game of Thrones no, being so significant. It's me, me. Yeah, John it's, is frothing. He's like, but look. I am. Because it was a breakthrough for the time, the production, the time, the the fans, the scale, the money. For God's sakes, Frodo, man! I guarantee you, the the fans that were reading. What about the the, ring? The the, the fans that were reading the Martin the the Martin novels are going to be into the Lord of the Rings. But again, there can only be one streaming service uh, that will rule them all. all. But that said, it looks as if HBO is revving up uh, a bunch of things. If, and that's a lot. It's a, it's a, a a real hail mary. If restore the Snyder Cut becomes a thing, um, um, restore the Snyderverse, yeah. Restore uh, you restore the Snyderverse. Conan is 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 going to HBO Max, right? I mean, there's a lot of things going on. God knows what's going to happen down down the pike, but there's going to be like the war. Well, yeah, but yeah, that's, that, that's get what I'm saying is is that I think that while yes, Game of Thrones fans will watch. That's what I'm saying. It'll have that pull. And if these things are going to compete on any level, I don't. know. Again, I, I just at the I, end, I, I would, I would. At the end, fans win. That's that's how I see. Maybe it. you know, or or again, it could be like me, like Ed. Again, I'm. I don't really have this this drive that I have to see. I love Matt Smith, mm. and I love that. I love what they did in the sword. And yes, the other part is that there well, is the, there is a draw of simply like what you said of like. I'm not probably going to see a version of that kind of stuff, that sword and sorcery in that super gritty, very detailed orientated anywhere else. You know what I mean? If there are going to be those elements and other things, even Lord of the Rings, in my opinion, is not. It's not the same as like what they did with Game of Thrones. It's it's much more, much more grittier and more real. 
And to see a version of that, you probably would have to watch that HBO show, you know? No. So I again, I I see where the appeal is, but I also I, I I have a feeling that some people might be like, I'll wait, and that will affect like whether it gets a second season or not. I think there will be some people who'll be like, if it gets a second season, I'll get into it, and that affects whether it gets a second season in the first place. You know. Anyway, moving on towards another story, sir. Um, it was about like two weeks ago we got a Marvel teaser. Uh, yes. The Marvel teaser, which was basically welcoming people back into the movies, because movies, uh, mo- uh, movie houses all over the all over the country are opening back up. Um, and what? And so we watched it, movies, and you, movies, and, and, and movies, I would have to say movies, I got excited. Movies, I you got, got excited, movies, and, and I and what did I say? And, and, and I said to you, "You're nothing but a mark. <laughs> You're nothing but a number. You're a mark for them." Kevin Feige, he's got you. He's he's he has your psychological profile, and it's uh, he he knows how to touch all the buttons. Ed, I know one little secret word that will shut everything up. Uh oh, <laughs> but I'm not going to say it, Miguel. I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. No, no, what, what is it? What is it? That's going to be off camera. Off camera. Okay, I'm, even I'm though in- we're podcasts, we're I'm, off camera. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued now. I want to know what. I- but um, yeah, that was a, Ed was like, yo, this is. I was like, I was going like, you know what this? What I saw was one big. Com- I saw a commercial where. They're like, hey, remember when you used to give us money? We, <laughs> and that's like, true. You know, Miguel like, is not we'd, incorrect. We'd, we'd, we'd like to continue that relationship. That is, that is not. In, he's not incorrect at all. We need to make a profit. So, uh, and this, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Jonathan got to see it. But basically, Jonathan, it was a a pageantry of the things that were to come. Do you, uh, John? You know, how every year on the uh, on the Oscars, they'll do two of those montages, either, and now in memoriam. Where it's, <laughs> it's it's a movie of all you know the actors that have died, or they do some sort of like like, and now the Academy salutes, whatever cars yeah. in the movies or yeah. the Academy's romantic comedies. Okay, it was basically one of those. It was one of those, and you're just only flashing, just for flashing right in front of you the the titles. But we, we got, did we get to Stan see Lee it. doing a voiceover. It's like yes, I always like to work with the right people. <laughs> If you do the right <laughs> thing, the right things will happen, and it's all wonderfully inspirational. And oh, don't we go? But to we the did what we did get to see uh, was a was a glimpse of Eternals, um, the big an- anticipated uh, Marvel movie that's coming up. Um, and I know, like, there were fanboys out there, Robert Meyer Burnett of you know of fanboyism that's out there. Uh, he was losing his mind and was already talking about because he loves the the hot toys. It's like I can't wait until yes, yes. Oh, the yeah, Angelina Jolie <laughs> Hot Toys thing comes out because um, uh, because that's going to come out. Um, so but- yeah, we got to look, look at some of the uh, you know a little stuff. You know, I think the I, for me, Ed, um, I knew it was happening, but the two things for me is the uh, the Marvel the the Marvels, which apparently is going to be a combined. Uh, Carol Danvers, Monica Rambeau, and Miss Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And Kim I'm very, yeah, I'm very interested in seeing that because I don't, I think that you look at something like what they did with uh, Peter Parker and Tony Stark and with Kamala Khan and Carol Danvers, mm-hmm. you have a chance to like, like, yeah, let's do that with, you know, with, with two women. And we don't get to see, I've always said, I will always say this till the day I die. Because we don't get enough of it, we don't get enough f- 
female mentor films. Mm -hmm. We don't get enough where the main character, our heroic character, is a female character, and her mentor mm -hmm. character is also a competent female hero type. We, you see that all the time in male stuff, but you never see it with women. And I, you know, I, I want to see more of more of that. So that's interesting. And number two is the number four. Well, before, prior to that, before we get into that, I just want to make, I just want to point out the sea change from this phase, phase four, I suppose, where it's been announced uh, back, I'm sorry, back to Eternals, Gemma Chan is going to be the lead of that group, right? So you have that, you have Shang-Chi with Simu, and, uh, and then you have this up-and-coming little girl who's going to be in like a very primary focus, I suppose, for a further phase, Kamala Khan. And it seems to me that Marvel's really pushing for this multi-ethnic... Um, yeah, the they, they put, their, yeah. They put it, the, the money where their mouth is because yeah. there's no doubt when you look at that... I mean, Miss, I think the Marvels is almost sums it up perfectly. Mm -hmm. Here is a, here's a follow-up to a, another billion-dollar movie, mm -hmm. right? Because Captain Marvel made a billion bucks, okay? Where your lead characters are a white female, an African-American female, and a Pakistani-Canadian uh, woman, okay? Uh, that's gigantic! That's a... The Marvel Studios, the biggest, you know, moneymaker in town at this point, saying, you know, no, 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 we we are confident that we can make money like this, that the audience will be there and show up for, for this. Now, again, it's working off of the Marvel um, reputation. It's working off of an, a previous movie that was already successful. And of course, Carol Danvers is not only part of her own successful movie, but Endgame. You know what I mean? Like, so I but. get, but it is, it says something like that. That is pretty big that you're, there's not one white male character however however okay. however and this is goes back to story earlier on in the week um uh where chinese state media reports that they may not release shang chi or 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 eternals you know so like speak talking about money if disney's um one of their goals is to break for every single of their movie to break that billion dollar mark They've been doing that consistently because of overseas money. Right, yeah. Now, for China, straight up, if that's the case, if this is true, and state media is saying, oh, you know, we're not going to do this because um, they don't, they're, they're, th for fear of any uh, deviant Whatever. Uh, message usual, that. Usual that's, co communist it, high, high, right. how, high, high committee high nonsense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, if that's the case, then, um, then that is a bust or. Yeah, that's always. But of course, know. I mean, you know, there, it's not just about the Chinese market. Mm -hmm. That is one market that has its own issues, development, and even with all the people. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, 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 Gemma and Samo, like they, they still give Marvel demographic edges all over the rest of Asia. You know what I mean? There is still, you know, they, they, their appeal can still help in the long run, and you know, make make that. Again, that foreign market, which is, like you said, is so important, you know, help to give them that boost they need to put these films into that billion dollar. I think, I think that Shang-Chi is going to be a billion dollar movie. 
I think it's going to be a billion dollar movie. I think it's going to be exactly. They will. They have the right guy in their lead because. And in the villain. And in the villain. That's true because you cover all your bases. But I think, especially Samu Lu, that he's great in interviews. keep calling him Samu. It's Samu, right? Simu. Simu. Oh, Simu. I'm sorry. Simu Lu, he is great in interviews. Yeah. He's, he's like he can do the press um, tour and all of the talk shows, and that he will get people into. I think, and then the Marvel title on top of it, it yeah, it's. I, I have a feeling it's going to be uh, really, really, and I, I to, to the point where I'm kind of thinking that it, it's possible. And we you know we haven't seen the film mm-hmm. yet, right. but depending on how they handled that character, if they if they're going to keep him. Maybe a little more stoic, a little more less comedic, which, you know, you know, he's a comedian, but we, you know, I'm not going to be surprised if he, they slot that character into the more what they possibly were going to do with Black Panther going forward. Which, again, Wakanda Forever, one of those titles, one of the titles Mm -hmm. that was flashed in front of you. um, Raising all sorts of like, okay, what are we doing with that? How is that going to be handled? Yeah, which um, which by the way ties into eventually when we get to Winter Soldier, um, uh, when the Dora Melange showed up, and I'm like, oh my god, are they going to address uh, the fact that their king is dead? Like how? And again, that was the whole the whole entire time. That was a question that was just in my. Will head. they even? You know, yeah, it's it's there's there's um, but again, then finally again, like I said, the the biggest you know is that four. it ended with that four. We're with, not going to give you any dates. Yeah, exactly. Or nothing. And, Just give and you the number they, four. And it's even, yeah, exactly. <laughs> was it even a four? That was the other thing. I don't was think it, 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 it had it where I said, like, that definitely looks like a Fantastic Four Chris logo. Chris Evans comes back. But it was like, it was up for Johnny like Storm. less than two seconds. And so I'm going, and then there was nothing else. So it's like, what does that even mean? Are you planning on something? Is it going forward? We Can don't we expect other news soon. I mean, well, I and I and I said to you, we had a conversation again. This is going on two weeks. The conversation of, uh, and this is not an original um, conversation. This was me listening to John Campia and Robert Meyer Burnett, who, who uh, from 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 in their podcast. That here you take, you you have the 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 the, the foundational cornerstone of the of the marvel universe not that not the mcu the marvel universe the first family of comics right, right. you better have big hitters for this uh, uh you better have big hitter actors playing uh reed susan Johnny, well what was and, and what ben. was the last the, the, was jennifer lawrence we were hearing as for sue oh, was that was that oh, yeah that is rumors? one of the that was one of the rumors and and uh what, God, I, I forget who what, what it was but I, I i we were having a back and forth and then i said it doesn't matter whether you like jennifer lawrence or not mm. the fact that her name is in that mix mm. is indicative of i think everything else in that production it's like if you were going for a, for a Jennifer Lawrence, whether or not you get her, it says that's the level of actress we want for Sue. The quality, so, theref- I mean, so therefore, yeah. you're going to have to have equal. The, I think that that reverberates through at least two other big characters. If you're go- getting a Jennifer Lawrence for Sue, that means you need a, a a similar name status for Reed, and then that echoes over mm-hmm. to Doom. No, it's the same thing. So guys like me. 
uh, I was gunning it for Krasinski and, and Blunt. And then Blunt said earlier this week that she has no zero interest in the genre, right? Hey, John. We st- like, I don't mind, you know, like, you know, like, it, it, it'd be great. Like, but that is the, the case. Like, what you're saying is the quality and caliber of, of, performers actors this is what they're gunning for and and disney disney marvel can pull this and off. can pull that off and the characters i think deserve that mm-hmm. um an rdj you need that magic you get and that's and that's what it's, it's it, it which is which i think is different than say like when we heard about the eternals yes they had a big name it's angelina jolie mm-hmm. but that's a case of where you go yeah they needed at least one big marquee name and you don't necessarily, again, as we learned, she's not even like the main character. She's, George she's, Clooney is Reed Richards. And that's, you know, <laughs> back in the day, that would have been a, a more than fine uh, choice for, for multiple things. But it it is, who's that modern day Clooney? Who is up, who is an Someone actor? For me? Sorry. Who, who is, who is the, uh, who is that modern day Clooney? Who is that? Now I keep, look, you, you, I know you were against this, but I still say, if you're if you're gonna get J Law, you might as well get go all the way and get Mr. Gaga, Mr. Silver Linings Playbook. You know what I'm talking about? The Hangover. Oh, oh, oh! You mean Rocket? <laughs> He's already in the family. Call me what you what I really am. I'm a, I'm a raccoon. I'm a raccoon. But again, he's already in the family, and he plays a different, completely different character. You, you sold Reed me. would com- would sound completely different I'm from sold. Rocket. I have a man crush on him. So. And he would, and he, we know that he plays well off of J Law already, and he is in. He's that type. I can see he was the type that I could see for Reed. Oh, and by the way, he's already he's already played the smartest man in the world in that uh, those true. movies about uh, where he's he takes the drugs and he's all uh, hyper smart. I, I'm a little outraged because you keep pushing J Law. <laughs> you keep pushing J Law. I, I I look. Uh, I you, my you, stock for her. You know my stock for her is you know that I don't care years. that I don't. I've never I've never gave a crap like J Law J Law Jude Law. J Lo is single now and back and started yeah, hanging out with Ben Affleck, but that's all different story. With anyway, ben. that's all the news uh, that we okay got. good with wife beating Ben. Okay, so uh, since that is all of the, <laughs> we leave it on that alcoholic to, Ben to good old Alki. John, you know that the our next uh, our next sponsor is a is a whiskey brewer, right? You know that the Brooklyn local. Local whiskey, whiskey brewer. brewer, so you know, and uh, it was the same whiskey that Ben used to drink all the time you gotta, you and ruin go. the relationship <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> so, this is great. This is great. We got no sponsor now. We got, we got no, no sponsors sponsor. now. Well, it's coming we'll, off, we'll, coming we'll, out of your, coming out of your dues. Well, what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna try and find some new sponsors uh, in this segment right here. <sighs> oh, what's the matter, Miguel? Uh, I feel fat, Ed. I feel the same way too. Oh, you too, John? Yeah. You guys, you both you guys need to get in shape. And a way to go about this is by going with JP Total Fitness. JP Total Fitness? What's that? Uh, our pal Jonathan Padilla, friend of the show, runs a Brooklyn based personal training and remote coaching service committed to leading you becoming stronger and faster. Go to jptotalfitness.com. All right. In the kitchen with Roro. R-O-R-O. If you're looking for bite-sized bits of yumminess and need to satisfy that sweet tooth, then check out In the Kitchen 
with Roro on Instagram. Each item is specially made by our personal friend Rosie here in Brooklyn. Also coming to YouTube, that's In the Kitchen with Roro. We had our bathroom basement done. Anna Maria Stanimir Gromo, a friend of the podcast, who lives out in France, she consults and she says, hey, let me design your, your basement bathroom. And that's exactly what she did. She did everything um, via email, via FaceTime. Did the renderings and everything, right? Renderings and everything, a completely beautiful. I took the renderings and uh, hired a contractor, and they are currently putting the, as we we're speaking, putting the finishing touches on my basement. And it looks fantastic. It looks great. Servicing clients domestic and international. A master's here to help you through your different phases to transform your space into a reflection of you. Go to masterdesign.com. That is a master spelled A-M-A-S-T-A design. I love our logo. No, really. I love our logo. The To Be Continued Fanboy Podcast logo was provided to us by friend of the show, Matt Sulkowski, who also runs MSD Studios. And what does Matt do at MSD Studios? He provides positive reinforcement for your brand. Located in Philadelphia, Matt has worked with clients of all sizes and has helped them to focus on designs for campaigns, rebrands, and new brands. Get in touch for your next project, MSD Studios. That's msdstudios.com. Hello out there, everyone. My name is Miguel Alejandro Velez. And Edward Ng here. And we are the host of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. As anyone knows, we are based out of the Park Slope Brooklyn Pancake Studios, providing to us by one Jonathan Vergara. Ed, what can they expect to get out of Pancake Studios? And here at Pancake Studios, covering your audio recording, production, mixing, and mastering needs. And Jonathan is a complete wizard when it comes to these things. Uh, we Coming this month, it would be our third year anniversary. And uh, he's made a home for us here and continues to produce quality. Look no further. Pancake Studios. Go to www.pancakestudios.net. And those are some words from friends. Now, we're going to go into our Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, discussion uh, for how that whole series wrapped itself up it's a, in its totality. Ed was not here for the commentary episodes that me and John did, so he hasn't really had a chance to have his say on the sh- on the show. Uh, Ed's going to give his uh, his likes, his dislikes, his general review, and then we're going to hash out sort of how the series was and how it all ended. So I cede this, the floor to you, Ed. Your thoughts on uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier from beginning to end? Uh, I mean, you now know. go. <laughs> 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 My wings just spread. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I've been really excited for, for this and it's, it's six episodes. That's six weeks. That's about going back two months ago, uh, with the announcement of that coming out, uh, the question was, well, how are they going to be able to pull this off without Chris Evans? Uh, but I never, I never had any worry about that. Um, uh, Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson has always been one of my favorite, not, not just performers and on-screen actors, but also, um, Marvel characters. Uh, Sam Wilson has always been one of my favorite characters. And um, the the way they just turned... I don't know what... Do you, I don't know how do you want to classify Sam Wilson, 
um, uh, whether he there's an obscurity to to what he does. How does he fly with those wings on in in the comic books? But they were able to to turn that into and and really flesh him out really well. Um, uh, an, an experimental um, um, pilot um, that was able to make these really um, uh, these secret missions. Um, then we first got to, got to see him in the Winter Soldier, and here we have sort of a a very evolved version of what we uh, when we first got the taste of of of, uh, of Sam Wilson. That along with um, Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier, I I you know listen after the first episode, the first episode gave us that really heavy action sequence with Sam. Uh, um, um, versus Batroc again. Batroc yeah. again, um, in wingsuits with two, uh, with two, with two helicopters, and uh, and that was just a f- fantastic opener. Once that sequence goes into um, um, Bucky's little storyline, that goes into whole. Where is Bucky? What is he doing? How is he coming to grips? With himself as a character, um, a also another man, uh, just like Steve was, a man out of time, and uh, and I'm saying, oh my God, they're really giving us the nitty gritty um, um, story of what, how is Bucky to reconcile the fact that he's that he's been an assassin for for a good part of his life um, for the past seventy years or so. Um, I would just say I just from the first episode on it just kind of blew me away. Um, now I'm just gonna say from the first episode to the last episode, and by the way, I'm not. If you go online, guys, you'll see that the um, the the scores of the ratings sort of just dropped a bit, and I think there was sort of a an underwhelmingness to the closer, the the, the closing episode, um, where. Sam finally appears as Captain America as he's finally taking the shield and and he's um and he's got the new get up the the new Wakandan get up um but that said overall it's just a really solid um series I uh enjoyed um as much as Wyatt Russell um gave us a really hateable John Walker hey that means he did his job he did his job into into having. Is there is there any uh, is there were there any like what were the if you had to go what were the three biggest standouts three biggest standouts three biggest standouts from first episode to last episode for um, you Dora Milange okay um <laughs> Battle Star okay and um and the new and and basically the new getting the, a new the, cap yeah. the new cap right those were basically the three biggest things that just jumped out at me um and I and I'll say this again when the Dora Milan show up I had to just like I was just frozen solid because I'm like are they going to give us are they going to get into the whole what's up with T'Challa what's up with T'Challa is he I mean how are they going to get into are they going to have a line where he says we're here um Bucky our king is dead, blah 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 blah. I don't know, I I, I don't know. Um, but I uh, very, it's a very nonchalant dormilage. You've got going on. <laughs> We're here, Bucky. Our king is dead. Well, there's a we... that gives you that that other connection, which um, Bucky does say at one point. You know, I 
I I had some peace. I had my my little little. And when he was in Wakanda, little, yeah, yeah, when I was in Wakanda, um, which says a lot about the character because um, he's dealing with his own, um, uh, dare I say, um, P, uh, P, uh, PTSD. PTSD, yeah, right. So, um, Zemo at the raft. Are they giving us the Thunderbolts? I mean, that that's pretty much for me. It's a natural conclusion that um, that they're gonna they're gonna create a Thunderbolt thing, even though we haven't seen any of that uh, or any of that official new, news at any official capacity from the MCU. Um, the streaming services are just um, are just kind of weird in the fact that they're on the one hand they're they've already f- having some success, a level of success with yes, Miguel, WandaVision. Uh, not by our, not by our hand or anything like that. Not by because, our standards. Yeah, not yes. by our standards. But uh, I, this has been fairly successful, right? The Falcon and Winter Soldier. I thought, yeah, I, I thought that the, you know, again, we now we'll break into the now like all of us uh, talking about this. So John. Oh yeah, one more standout okay. thing. Okay. Julia Louise Dreyfus as. Oh uh, yes, as Countess as, as the Contessa Valera Allegra de Fontaine. Yes, yes, yes. That was, was that was out a of big, nowhere. Holy and, shit! What are and they then doing here? Obviously, setting things up for for a lot of the, which was a lot of that show actually. Right. So they're going to break it up to all of us here who you know we've all seen it. We finished seeing. Me and John talked about it, and like John, uh, I'd say the consensus between you and me was overall there was a lot it. of really good stuff, but th- because so much of that depended on the flag smasher aspect. Which was the yeah. least compelling part of the show. Yes, I agree. Um, the flag smashers were underwhelming. It wasn't developed. I didn't really have much of a personal connection with the main yeah, antagonist, you would say. Basically, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, the overarching idea is like, oh, you know, I get it. You know, this makes sense. They don't make it as compelling but as it could be. you don't feel it. Yeah, you don't feel it. Um, that didn't land. And... And then the way they made up for it also also took me out of it uh, when Sam had his speech and basically was did a better job in his speech making me feel for them than oh, right. then all, all that... the episodes the Flag Smashers were in. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sam's speech, like, you know... Uh, how would you feel? You, how you do you person, feel, you know? Yeah. Mr. Remember, Rich White Senator. You, 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 the audience is out there. If you have some extra time on your hand and you really want to be entertained, go Wikipedia Flag Smasher um, for, for Marvel Comics, okay? Uh, basically, the, the usual, the, okay, here we go. So we got a litany of the Im- usual comic book nonsense. Imagine uh, someone. All right, someone, no, wait, 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 wait. I need to test my skills here. Okay, go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> you tell me, correct me if I'm okay. wrong. Okay. Is Flag Smasher <laughs> the crazy 1950s Captain America who was – that's the Jack Monroe when Jack Monroe was Bucky. And he gets put into suspended animation and then he comes out and he sees the he sees the world. Steve Rogers yeah. as Captain America again. And he can't – he can't um, – Reconcile that he's not Captain America anymore, and somehow he becomes like a Nazi, and he's called the Flag Smasher. Am I on the right track? Is that who the character you're, you're, is? You're on the right track now. That's no, no, no. A- I need confirmation. <laughs> is that is was he the original the 1950s? Oh, the original. Anti. He's the he's the 1950s anti-communist Cap, 
who had his run of comic books, and that was how they explained it. They were like, but wait, if Captain America was frozen from the war, how come there's these Captain America comic books from the 50s where Captain America fights the Ruskies? And I believe that they came up with, oh, that was a dude who took over the role of Captain America as like a special operations guy. He got a version of the super soldier serum. His bucky was Jack Monroe, but the the it made him unstable. They put him in suspended animation. Jack Monroe gets out. He's cured of his insanity, but this guy was not, and he becomes Flag Smasher. <laughs> Am I on the right track? Well, you know, they're the the one. I guess here's the thing. It's very muddled because there are different. I, I guess Marvel Comics had taken this character, and and they're just trying to make it work. Originally, Carl Morgenthal, not Carly Morgenthal, okay. son of a wealthy Swiss banker turned uh, diplomat. L listen, this is the only takeaway. A, some the artist said, "I'm going to take Space Ghost, <laughs> and I'm going to give, I'm going to change up the colors, black and white, with a with a with I'm a big call, wrestling belt." Exactly. I'm going to call Alex Toth and say, "Can I can I borrow your design? <laughs> borrow your design." And the, the belt has like a globe on it, right? Now, here's one of the panels, and I kid you not, ladies and gentlemen, um, that the, the, the panel that, that I had to walk away from is Flag Smasher is angry for something for whatever reason. He says with his, with his fists up in the air, we pledge allegiance to no flag. <laughs> <laughs> Good old flag smash. Good old flag smash, and so, and he so, right, yeah yeah, so, and he carries this weird like. Sign. So they were basically. Long story short, Ed, they were working with a deficit here because <laughs> flag smasher is already kind of dumb. Yeah. All right, he's already the character doesn't have a lot to it. What are you going to do with it? And how they parlayed into it, like what I admired on the show was that it didn't pull punches where I thought it was going to pull them. And it sort of gave what I've always wanted, which is like, let's give some weight to these events in the Marvel Universe. You know, it's like, you know, cities are getting destroyed. Places are getting, it's like, let's have repercussions and texture and all the rest of that. Yeah, because and the blip was, and you've said, you know, like. Too um, much of a joke. It's too much of a joke. It's right. just like, oh, oh, people disappeared and then they came back. And it's kind of like, you can see with WandaVision in the show that they're trying to go like. No, actually, oh, why? Yeah, why do we do that? That would be people would be obsessed and crazed because of this. Society would not be like, oh, just bounce back. It would be like, no, it's mm -hmm. this is a serious thing that happened. Now, to say that you have um, these young um, uh, terrorists, I suppose, you know, who post, I guess they they sort of found their meaning in the post post blip uh, universe, right? And then to say, you know, we're we're tired of these borders, you know, but but it becomes a search. It becomes a. a, a it's a very a muddled. The... It's a very muddled populist message. Yeah, yeah. That I don't think they honed very well no. or got, got across as good as they will. And but the... I'm not sure, in all honesty, that they needed to invest us in whatever. I think instead of doing this sort of like, oh, let's get involved. With this. What's the mystery behind who's got the super soldier? They just should have been Super run soldier. of the mill. Just, no, just, no, not even run of the mill. Bad guys, mm -hmm. mustache twirlers, nothing to them. Yeah. Uh, we're doing the scheme. So that way, all the rest of the stuff that we loved on the show mm -hmm. gets even more time to breathe and more. Like I would have loved to seen more scenes of Bucky and Sam together and develop that 
you know, well, their that, relationship, the climax, how they play off each other. One of the climaxes that does occur is uh, when the, the, the Carly flag smasher. Uh, no, no, the, the the one of the flag smashers kills Ballstar. Right, and that's when that's as John. That's when John goes off. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's when has, John that goes off. Moment. You know, and he does really well. And you go, oh wow, okay, so. The, and then yeah, outside sort of, of that, like that's the thing. You don't care about the flag smashers in that mm -hmm. so much as you care about they did something and how it affects John Walker and then mm -hmm. by extension all the rest of the of, yeah. of our cast and stuff. It could have been anything else. It could have right? been anything, and you could have still worked a lot of that same, almost mm -hmm. the exact same material. Uh, there's some case going on. Falcon, Falcon, and Bucky are, are involved with it for whatever reason, mm -hmm. and they have to work alongside the newly mandated Captain America, who's John Walker and his partner, and go. <clears throat> That's what makes the whole the Flag Smasher stuff so underwhelming because everything else was really good, and ultimately, the thing that I think shows you where maybe where the focus was, the thing that resolves itself by the end of the series, the Flag Smasher stuff, doesn't feel meaty weighty it no. goes away it, but by the end of the series all the stuff that was still hanging threads and the thread that was being, all good stuff the, the where center is john the walker going well the, where, the you know what where is where is sam going at, with, with with the shield what's going to go happen with bucky and those and so what's the contessa and her angle in all this to begin with all of those things are great for later things spinoffs and to build on towards but what should have been from beginning to end see and it's also that there were, I think there were other elements that could have served very, very well in place of what they did with the Flag Smashers as a more compelling, like, say, first season or first opening in this, whatever this story mm -hmm. is. The Isaiah Bradley material. I was going to bring that up because of the Alone mm -hmm. could have been your connective tissue. Well, the, the, the central thematic... Um focus of the whole entire series was was it though well, well no 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 well here's the thing but, no no the, I, I don't disagree with no. you that that's what they the wanted to think the and central focus of of the whole entire series was uh about the shield it was all about the shield like, right who can rep who, who can, can represent the shield who can represent the shield represent america and do we even reconcile what those two things right. can because mean? in the face of racism super soldierism uh, in in this crazy world, this re crazy batshit world, who can take up the shield? And here you have Sam Wilson, the, the central character, saying, "I don't know if, you know, I don't know if the I don't know if the world's ready for a black uh, a black uh, I was going to say black Superman, a black Captain America, right?" Um, and here's his buddy saying, "Again, the line the line of all lines to this was if Steve was wrong about me." Then he was wrong about you. No, he was wrong about you. No. Then he was wrong about. Is me. it wrong about wrong about you? Then That's he was wrong the about that, me. That right? Steve, Steve's judgment has to be pristine because if it's not, mm -hmm. if you think that he was wrong, then it's a possibility that he was wrong about well me being able to get my life together mm -hmm. and you know moving on from what you know who I was and what I did mm -hmm. and you know so on and so forth. But they're also the that, which is good stuff, which is great stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. I love mm -hmm. that moment, and that's the issue. I would love to have had more of that. Yeah, yeah. The the fact that they didn't shy away from commentary, mm -hmm. you know, and got again, it's not super deep. This wasn't, you know, this isn't I, some serious drama. I'm just kind of shocked about how they brought in. They decided to bring in Isaiah Bradley into this, you know, and Isaiah Bradley. By the and I had to really, really delve deeper yeah, because that's by the post, yeah, you've been out of that. You yeah, were out I, yeah, I haven't read it, but I do know Isaiah Bradley. 
in that um, here's this sort of secret history of um, of a black of, of a black Captain America that we've never heard of in the, in the Marvel comics. And more accurately reflects the actual history of the United States. Yes, in terms of that kind of stuff. Now, like I said, that's the issue is that I think that stuff was really good and compelling. Bucky's inner turmoil, that's good. All of the characters, they they it's almost again, it feels like that main part with the Flag Smasher was almost perfunctory. Like it was just a ca- case of mm. we bad guys. Mm. Like they 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 couldn't f- figure out a way how to do all the other stuff that's surrounding it mm. sans some big narrative thrust that is very simple, like yeah. you know Because the 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 the, the opposing um, the juxtaposition to the Flag Smashers were, was that, uh, what is that, the committee council, whatever yeah, that exactly. thing is, Yeah, right? again, everything is so horribly grayishly vague. Mm. You don't really know exactly what the Flag Smashers are fighting against other than a g- generic, I would, I would generic have to say, bureaucracy and big government or whatever. I, or I, and I would have to say, and this is where they sort of don't stick the landing is where Sam gives that speech. Right to that vague, not a, a, a vague, vague speech vague, to a vague, vague organization. Yeah, right, you the know? vague elite. Like, so yeah, that's the, like, they're, I they, don't. What do you mean I don't understand? I'm a black man, you know. Wearing this, wearing, suit. We're, we're wearing this suit. Wearing this you suit. know, blah blah blah. <laughs> it, it's and again, it's not that all the other stuff that leading up to that it was not really good, really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Some of it fun, some of it heartbreaking and stuff. Some of it, you know, like you know. That all that stuff that you know, I didn't think that they were gonna resolve the Bucky um, and that old veteran who's had lost his son because Bucky killed him the way they did, but they did. Uh, I get. I I think that this is a case of like, I think they were just more interested also in all of that surrounding material and kind of said, well, this is good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to sink our teeth into the commentary and stuff. We want to do those scenes. Because, you know, I'm sorry. Um, if I'm Anthony Mackie, all right? If I'm Anthony Mackie and I got a chance to do a a, 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 a scene like the scenes he did with Carl Lumley, right? Or, unfortunately, a scene with the, the, the Carly Morgenthau character and that actress who, I forget her name, but, you know, she was in Solo mm-hmm. and other things. You're going to give your juice to the Carl Lumley scene. Mm. You know, I think everyone on set knows. I think that the, all the flag smasher stuff just was perfunctory. Do we okay? We got to shoot this and we got to do it, but no one's heart is really into it because you know it's like we know what the other stuff is, which is a shame because it f- affects over. It's the spine on which almost everything else is built off of in now. terms of the, watching the show, and you you think. Shh, I should like you said. I should feel something. I should feel more mm. than I. M and you just don't you don't care about them yeah. and their whatever obstacles they you care about the you care about uh, you care about Walker's feuding with Bucky and Sam you care about you care where about, Bucky's mind is at you care about Sam's family the cool beans aspect <laughs> and don't get me wrong he plays it really like Wyatt does such a good job right um to a point where, wait a minute, everyone's cool beans because he's joining on the fray, because we're all, the the last fight, right? Um, 
John says, John says, oh, well, I'm here to help. And uh, Sam's like, and tells Bucky, no, Bucky says, don't worry, I'm, I got this. And so I'm going to be paired up with John and we're going to go fight. We're going to go find um, Carly. Everyone's cool bean with this. We're all cool beans. Just John just, Walker, who just killed someone in like on, on, TV, on social yeah, media, yeah. on live on live social media, and not on top of that, but he just went nuts on national TV in front of the, in front of the, the 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 organization that gave him the job in the first place, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's like, you can't quit, you can't fire you me, can't I fire quit. Me. <laughs> it's like okay, and a little over the top, yeah. Down to <laughs> you know what? This is uh, this is this is this is outrage. I'm gonna make my own shield. Well, someone makes him. I want to make my shield. own shield here. It, yeah. Um, and then, but that's what I'm saying. That stuff. It, it was you were interested. You wanted to see. I think that they've done something now where they've made you want to follow John Walker. Mm. I think that, like you said, if he did his job, because he does come off at the. You're still understanding. That was the other part I loved. I've never. I can't say that like John Walker falls into like the eight. He was. They they were two peas in a pod. John Walker is Marvel's Guy Gardner. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Ed's, Ed's doing this because he loves God. Because I do. Love you God. know <laughs> everything I'm saying is the truth, especially when they, especially in the '80s around the same time. It was the same thing. Oh, here's the hero, but here's the hero as sort of a reactionary bore. You know, that's who kind of like, you know, John Walker was. He was like, well, Captain America's not willing to do the things that the hero's got to do, blah, 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 blah. You know, Guy Gardner was all about, you know, I, you know I'm the most mature. Here's the thing. I, I, I can't deny it because um, guys, they, I mean, the, 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 the origin stories that they've had, that they've written with Guy is just as ridiculous as John Walker. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you want to Wikipedia something interesting also? Go Wikipedia John Walker's like his whole history <laughs> with the with the fact that these were athletes who were just sort of recruited. They were from a limited unlimited class wrestling ed, <laughs> and he was called the Super Patriot. Okay. Hey, I'm you know like I've been watching you uh uh you know do your work up on the canvas you know. Yeah, I was wondering if you wanted to join my organization. Sure, I'm down with that. You're like, you know, uh, want to fight some terrorists? Want to fight some terrorists? And that's exactly what they did. And yeah, it's it's <laughs> comic book nonsense. It's comic book nonsense. <laughs> but on the show, I think that they did succeed in making John Walker a character that I would be more than happy to revisit and see again, no matter what the the say. If it's Thunderbolts, if they put him in an Avengers film, if he appears in the Marvels, you know, like you know. He obviously is going to be around and he's going to be acting as the Contessa's agent. And you don't introduce that for no reason. That is something that's either going to play out in those other series like Wakanda Forever, The Secret Invasion, that kind of stuff, yeah. Armor Wars. Like, as, in other words, would there, there be some form of redemption for John Walker? You could have you redemption know, or right. just have him as a good puzzle piece as part of like whatever the story you know calls for. You know, it's like suddenly John Walker shows up and we know, okay, whatever. Maybe he showed he was in another series. He was doing something. And we're like, how do these things two connect? In the previous series, he was doing this for the Contessa. And now he's doing this. Where is that leading to? That could be phase four stuff. That could be like a, you know, secret invasion. By the way, I'm a little fuzzy all on. Maybe you can help me out here. Is is the super soldier, the the non-Erskine super soldier uh, serum formula. Uh, like... 
what are its limitations? Like, obviously, I mean, do do they give the same type of abilities that Steve Rogers had? I mean, basically, peak 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 human. You know, super strength, super. You know, more like this is the thing. Steve in the movies is so is ridiculously overpowered. <laughs> like, no, no, the, like the punches and things they give him, the falls that he survives. It's yeah. just like. No, that's not peak human. That is like superhuman. There's like there. It doesn't matter if you were if you were a combined, like if you were a decathlete, you know, plus a power lifter plus a gymnast. No, that fall will still kill you. Yeah. And no, Steve just walks away. He punches people and they go straight Fell up in the air, twenty the... twenty feet up. You know, right. so he's ridiculously overpowered. And the super soldier serum, obviously, in the MCU is also ridiculously overpowered with no downside, you know, outside of the fact that, yeah, it's obviously just like the comics, they're sort of like going like, look, all the knockoffs that have come post-Steve have some kink in them that usually it's psychological. It makes them unstable. Well, that's also the, um, since Captain America 4 is coming up, I, I've already seen some some sort of rumor that um, that Sam is going to get the formula, uh, maybe Which is weird point. because, of course, that was like almost the whole point of like the show. Was, yeah, was, was like, him... He, him turning down and saying, no, it's it's not about that. Right. It's not about... I mean, he already has a Wakandan, uh, Wakandan armored uh, costume. Does he even need it, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, yes, Ed, again, again, uh, again, Wakandan costume or not... He's Iron Man. Yeah, He's Iron Man. Again, a Wakandan costume or not, Sam is not, like, stopping a helicopter from lifting off right. with his bare hands. I know. Well, he doesn't need to, you know, because he's got he's got the suit. He's got the you suit. Understand? He flies. <laughs> he flies. He's got the suit. He, doesn't need to he can cut things. He can like you know do. We get it. You maneuvers. want the suit, Ed? I do want the suit. I do want the suit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Enough, Siri. I don't want you. Siri, find me a Falcon suit. <laughs> I'll ask that later, Siri. Um, what do you, th uh, Zemo? Um, again, that's the stuff that where the bar was raised. The character stuff was great. And would have benefited if they didn't have the Flag Smasher stuff around. Mm. I, if you make, like, hey, let's, like, let's just substitute a Zemo scheme for the Flag Smashers. Something in which he has tricked the authorities to get him on the outside. And then it's like, oh, crap. That's what this was all about. Because he's got something else going on. And our Did he feel underwhelming to, to you? Um, again, from your mouth. And I, I agree with you. The one character who has done the most damage to the Avengers yes. ever. Um, and here they just sort of like as if they just castrated him a bit. Well, it was it was the sort of like, we know you like this character. He's a fun actor. Mm -hmm. Let's have him interact a lot, you know, with our main cast. And yeah, that means you have to do a little of the anti-hero thing, you know, so on and so forth. Now, I... I, yes, he's the character who accomplished, the villain who accomplished the most. And they left him in a place where they could still use him. They didn't kill him off. They didn't do that. But it, what it was underwhelming was the fact that it was like there was so little of Zemo. And yet it. so much more because now he's a dancing meme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got a lot of – well, that's what I'm saying. Like that shows you I think that they could have done more. There's no reason why Zemo couldn't have been like I think the main threat. Mm -hmm. And then have. One I thought that the they were going to hold out, hold out and reveal that 
you know, uh, he was more than just like, there's just a twist with the power broker and everything like that. And Zemo was because he's Zemo, right? You know, he's yeah, all plans within plans, schemes within schemes. Exactly. I thought like that's what they were going to pull character. and not, uh, oh, he's going to get punked out and, and they're just going to arrest him. That's what part of the not sticking the landing underwhelming part is like, it should have been something like that. Mm -hmm. It should have been something where, yeah, Zemo's the power broker. Zemo's the one, you know, behind this. Zemo's doing this. Oh, by the way, guys, you think you're Zemo planned this so long? You've been helping him accomplish his goal from the beginning. Oh my god, I gotta. I don't know. Overall, though, it was so, so well done, mm -hmm. and I found the the characterizations really compelling. I found the characters compelling. I found um, it balanced the, the humor and the actions. Mm -hmm. Act. Let's just say production. We're talking about production values with the Game of Thrones. The production values on, on oh, they're Falcon off the scale. and Winter Soldier were amazing. The fight sequences were great. Yeah, it was a movie. It was watching mm -hmm. a movie, you know, for 45 minutes each week. And I hope that that's what we're going to get, you know, more going forward. Just something a little more focused. So far, it's sort of like WandaVision, meh. This, <laughs> this was really good, but they didn't... It, again, because they, they didn't... Sound the bites, landing, meh. They didn't make it a thing where it's like... I, quite frankly, you know, if I were going to rewatch any of that show, I probably would not watch any, watch any of the Flag Smasher stuff. I wouldn't even bother with that material. As I was like, I just want to see the, the the John Walker, Bucky, Sam stuff that worked, and I think worked like yeah. gangbusters. I, like, I I'm in really anticipating because the, the obviously the the link, well the 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 projected link between the Skrulls and what had how this had ended. Sharon being off of the as a, as a power broker, the Countess. The Contessa, by the way, where the Contessa. Does that fit in? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, is um, that a secret secret is... invasions that sort of thing? And uh, what did I say? I said, you know what, you know what I like about this, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, that that that's M yeah, that's the kind of chick that MCU. Uh, Fury has that's that's <laughs> that's who MCU Fury like. Are we gonna get a scene where Julia and Sam are just like, I haven't seen you in a spell, and then they, and they just start making out, and then I I, I, I you know again I think it is gonna be this sort that's of just weird and crazy, but I want to see it. I I <laughs> I kind of do. No, I that's the other thing. As soon as I saw it, I said, well, like now I have to see. Her and Sam Jackson together. I have this to is that would characters. be the real Agents of Shield thing that we Don't should have gotten. Don't started. even I know. Yeah, it's like, but no, it, it, it would. It's it's like you go like, okay, this is a little off the beaten track. With you going like, no, this works, and I want to see yeah. that interaction. I want to see her and Sam Jackson together because I think the the simple fact that you and I know the Contessa is Nick Fury's squeeze mm -hmm. from the comics. Would make it like, like again. Storanko, it would be interesting Jim Storanko, to see Jim Fury, who's never, he's unflappable. You know, mm -hmm. MCU, you, you can't surprise MCU Nick Fury. You can't. But it would be interesting to see someone who could push his buttons, yeah. someone who maybe makes him off a step or whatever mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Like that's and that was one of the best things about the show is that it left me wanting to see where all those characters go. So Wait. at least it's. I think it was highly successful on that. Didn't stick the landing, but overall, more than worth your time. For the material, it was, what was good in it was very, mm -hmm. very, very good. Mm -hmm. uh, or uh, take one off, take one very off, take one very, just very, very. I'm off. really surprised on how how they're really fast tracking this. Uh, well, I don't even know if they're fast tracking the whole secret invasion thing. I mean, we we left off WandaVision with sword. Um, here you have 
Contessa, uh, Fury's up in space with the Skrulls, you know. I mean, they're really... Uh, a lot happening. There is a lot happening. And John, just so you know, don't, don't, if, if you don't know, Secret Invasions are, is basically the ma- some of these major Marvel characters. All this time, they were... You get revealed that they were... They were alien. Skrulls. They were ship, shape-shifting shape-shifting. Skrulls. So one day, out of nowhere, a ship comes, and the real characters just pop out of nowhere because they had mutinied or... Had well, a or were they? Again, or were they remember, really? Remember that... that to spoil that for John, turns out no. All of those, no, that, they were all scrolls. They were all scrolls. They were all scrolls. They were just more. But there were key scrolls in all these different points that f things up for everybody. And then it became like, well, how? Who can you trust? Who should be the person who is going to lead us? Who's going to tell us this? Who's going to you know? Who has all the secrets of the team? Who's has all the codes for the Avengers? All those. They tried to gaslight Tony Stark. At one point, it was this whole thing where it was kind of like. Oh, yeah. No, you? Oh, you're not Tony Stark. You're blah, blah, blah of the Skrull Legions. You were brainwashed to think that you were, you know, like, and, you know, you have done the job to, to be more excellent than ever before. It's like, no, I can't, can't be. So, like, there's some cool stuff that you can get out of, like, that kind of story. And especially the MCU version, I think, because I don't think you're behold, you're not obviously beholden to the comic book continuity. So you can really go hell to wild. You know, like, wait, that was, what? that would never be. And it was like, yeah, that's because it's different now. It's we're doing the MCU version. Uh, I think that wraps up everything we can have to say about of the way well, Falcon Winter Soldier ended. I, re- I would recommend it to anybody. Um, like I said, the stuff that is good is compelling and fun and entertaining. And the rest, you know, maybe you could just, you know, fast forward through those parts is what I'm saying. <laughs> now, we, what is our next uh, planned show, Edward? We got a lot of things that, um, that we want to talk about. Um... Uh, uh, Do we want, we want to talk about encounter at Farpoint and midgets? <laughs> midgets, midgets, sir, midgets, midgets. That were midgets. Um, well, look, you know, um, we've been wanting to do a GI Joe show, uh, especially since uh, they just released some images for the Snake Eyes movie. Um, but the GI Joe that we want to talk about the is going to be very different, <laughs> very different uh, than what is what's 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 projected um, to, to show up with the Snake Eyes movie. We want to get into the nitty gritty. We want to talk about. We want to talk about Springfield. That, we want to talk about apples that fight giant amoebas. Double <laughs> uh, Seven is still in the works. Black Widow is coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, we're going to have to talk about that. Um, let's see, Superman and the Superman. I already brought that up. Uh, the Expanse, maybe. We're going to do okay. Farscape. We're going to do Farscape. We're going to do Farscape. We're going to do Farscape. We're farscape. We're do farscape. Is it Farscape? It's a Farscape. It looks like there's a lot of things in the works. Um, Hollywood is, is finally sort of, opening up again. We're getting yeah. these movies. We're going to see more and more stuff. And, uh, the um, cons will start happening again. We'll, we'll get when, all the When previous. is James Gunn's uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad it, happening? It, yeah, I don't remember either. But oh, you mean that sequel? Coming. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean, oh, you mean that James Gunn movie? <laughs> what is Farscape indeed, Miguel? <laughs> <laughs> what is Farscape? What is it? You'll, you'll, just, Clark, Clark. If you, if you tune into our show about well, it, I know the X Files. Wait, the- if we tune into our show, right. you'll never hear about Farscape. <laughs> you'll never find out what Farscape is because we haven't done that show that's that what, we've been trying to do for years. That's that's what well, makes it. It was a plan. That exactly. It's the perfect plan. It's the perfect plan all along. Well, our plan is to finish up the show uh, right now. I want to thank, as always, Jonathan Vogar for use yeah, of Pancake Studios. And, of course, uh, thank uh, Edward Ng, as always, my co-pilot. And I want to thank uh, Clark Ng, our uh, executive producer and uh, content manager. 
<laughs> Before I close the show, I want to say something about the about. Um, about what? The, um, this. I have. I. Uh, to be continued. Right. Thank you. All right. To be continued. Hey, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, the Fanboy Podcast. Please check us out at www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast.com. You can also be found on Twitter, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify.